Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye? You'll find out in DJ247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the pole? Like I said, you will find out in this year podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within an extremely specific category. For example, this week, we're looking for the best game that made you, forced you to uninstall. Uh, So this is a bit of a tricky one. Rage quitting is one thing, but scrubbing it from your life altogether, that's a bit more drastic. Uh, Speaking of things I thought I'd escaped, I'm joined today by Editor-in-Chief Tom Ory. All right. uh, Associate Editor Alex Donaldson. Hello. And uh, staff writer Daft Connor, how are you all doing? Hi. It's uh, it's lovely to speak to y'all. It's very fucking freezing. So uh, is that the first time we've ever sworn on this? Sorry, it's because I've been doing game wank for for. Don't uh, oi! <laughs> we said you're not allowed to mention this. I swear all the time. You can't just throw in little. Oh, oh! Did I mention my own podcast again? I'm it's, so sorry about it. It was it was not it was a naturally occurring. It wasn't. Uh, I didn't it's stop coming out of your go, coming out of your salary. All right. I didn't stop proceedings to say. By the way, have you heard? Uh, mm. It was it was a it was just a natural part of of my life that I was discussing as an intro. Right. Okay. So uh, best game that made you uninstall. Very tricky one. This because if it made you uninstall, that implies you don't like it much. Uh, but there are other reasons. Or does it? Or, or, or does, does it? it yeah. Well, this is this is where the this is where the game happens, isn't it? This is where the magic happens. So, mm. uh, first of all, I want to hear from Alex. So, actually, uh, when I picked this, because this was an easy, easy uh, choice, just because it's just the first thing that popped into my mind on this topic and i always love when that happened yeah. when i realized connor was going to be on this one i did wonder if we've ended up picking the same thing um but we'll see but so my pick for this is street fighter 5 um and it's for quite specific reasons so street fighter 5 is a great game it's a, it's got better over time um <laughs> you know it was it was not necessarily that great to with but really i think has really shaped up now and it's not the best street fighter game but it is uh, among the best fighting games of the last generation it's genuinely really brilliant it definitely can truck in any category of best game the key is for me so how can it be the best game if it forces you to uninstall it except for in a truly classic display of capcom incompetence um (laughs) They issued a an update for the game that made it an enormous, enormous PC security risk. <laughs> I um, I quote from Reddit from a post on R slash Street Fighter that is uh, from six years ago now that is all in all capitals titled "Warning <laughs> to all Street Fighter Five PC players: If you are playing Street Fighter Five with the new update, which you cannot do if you're playing Street Fighter Five you can't even start the game apart from offline without having the update installed. So it's yeah. not like it's optional. If you're playing Street Fighter Five, with this new update informed, please be informed this update is accessing kernel levels in your PC. So this is like it's accessing the deep root of your PC. Um, basically, this allowed anyone to inject code via Street Fighter Five. It was a rootkit. It let hackers who knew you had a copy of Street Fighter V installed, kernel-level access to your PC so they can can go through the Street Fighter V uh, 
drivers to completely take over the Windows machine. And there were hackers trying to use this to install Bitcoin mining software on people on people's PCs. There were people trying to do identity theft and all that sort of stuff. Um, the, the real kicker is this was like anti-crack, anti-piracy bullshit as well. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, even though I played Street Fighter Five at this time, which was 2016, so about a year after it came out, at this stage, I was probably playing Street Fighter Five every single day, or let's say five or six days a week. Um, and I was playing a lot online, and I was probably, I don't know, ultra gold back then in terms of ranking. And, yeah, I legitimately had to uninstall it from my PC, but then also, um, I mean, this is the ultimate first world problem, right? But because I have a couple of arcade machines in the house with pcs inside them i literally had to walk around the house and boot every machine that had street fighter on it and uninstall street fighter off f- four different machines basically <laughs> um, like how walk around the house was a thick key point there like you've lived in some like what, what what wing did you have to go to no to, it's not uh, that big a house it's a standard it's a standard 43 bed but two of the arcade machines are in the office and one's in the dining room yes in the dining room my partner's a saint um and <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, so basically, Street Fighter Five was a great game where it literally became an enormous security risk to your PC. And you imagine in this line of work as well, where we have often sensitive materials on our computers and in our emails about unannounced projects, unannounced games, whatever, or preview or whatever. So it's like, as soon as this came out, it was like, oh my God, got to uninstall the game. Capcom, of course, had to issue an emergency update, but they still took like 24 hours to do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so my pick is Street Fighter Five, which I had to uninstall because it legitimately almost allowed my PC to be taken over mm. by scumbags. <laughs> I love that. I mean, that's, that's brilliant, classic isn't it? Capcom. Yeah. It's so classic. It, classic that game has gone through so many issues and stuff like that, right? It's like, it's so perfect. Calling the CEO. <laughs> this is why I don't play fighting games. <laughs> it's up this there. kind of issue. Just, I don't get this because I never touch them. I mean, yeah. this could happen. This could happen in any servicey game, right? That's, that's constantly getting yeah. updates. But it's, it's, it's not just, because of the genre, in fairness. I, 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 I love it because it's classic Capcom, though. It's right mm, up there yeah. with misspelling your own name on the box yeah. and, <laughs> and, and and you know IGN watermark IGN watermark on the box and Classic. everything everything leaking like god love them and we do love you Capcom people but uh, it, it, that's that's always been the charm of Capcom they make excellent yeah. games but in many ways they're, they're always ever so slightly crap at the same time at certain <laughs> things. And this was just a classic example of, whoops, we accidentally exposed the PCs of millions of people. i tell you what, like, Armando Iannucci could write a show about, like, <laughs> Capcom's back office. Like, like calling the CEO to be like, so the anti-piracy update we made, turns out it's actually really pro-piracy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one. Um Right. Okay. Well, I'm gonna uh, because the ne- because uh, I know what Connor's picked, and I want to give uh, I want to give our listeners who aren't au fait with fighting games a little bit of a oh, break. Go. We're go for Tom now. Honestly, why we shouldn't get them both on together because it's just boring. <laughs> <laughs> right, Tom. Okay, come on. All right. So my choice yeah. is a game that is well is is well loved. It's one of the most loved games of this year, in fact. Right? Okay. All right? People love this game. In fact, people on our team love this game. 
Um, well, yeah, I mean, quite, yeah, there's a, Dom, a recent article. Dom that's has even up. said it's his favorite game of this year, right? Yeah. I, I love Dom, but that's, anyway, come on. I mean, right, so this game, right, <laughs> Tunic, yeah? This is a, I would, as, a, as is the term used these days, wholesome looking yeah. uh, Zelda like, old school Zelda like adventure. Yeah. RPG type adventure game, right? Yeah, um, yeah. it's like a isometric, um, tilt shifty looking game, um, and you're a fox, and you run around, you get a sword and a shield, and you fight things, and you wander around the world discovering stuff, right? The problem I have with Tunic is that it is uh, how do I put this nicely? Um, just terrible. <laughs> Um, as a as with my time, it doesn't treat me nicely. Um, so if you haven't played Tunic, um, it's very um obtuse in terms of what you're meant to be doing. It's very like in terms of if you play modern games and you've only ever played modern games, it doesn't hold your hand particularly. Um, you just get here you are, you're in a world, go and do stuff. You, you start off with basically nothing. You pick up a stick, that's your sword initially, and then you find other stuff, etc. The problem I had had with it, this is the key point here, um, is that it, I felt it was a game where basically it was just finding the most random area of a map. And oh, look, behind if I go behind that tree and push against the wall, I can go down a secret alleyway and get a thing that was the whole it felt like the whole game was this here's a nice world but you're gonna have to really look in every little nook and cranny in order to find anything of note and i found it very annoying that it felt the world even though it's not it's a fantasy world it didn't feel believable it felt like they designed it in a way that was awkward to play in you had to just find all these odd little alleyways that were hidden and like to do anything, it felt I was annoyed by it. You get killed a lot. The, the combat is like fine, but every time you get killed, you, it's a bit like Dark Souls in that your, your little fox body soul thing is left there. You can go back and collect bits and pieces. And I felt I was just wandering around doing very little for a long time, getting killed, going back, getting my stuff. Couldn't I couldn't see what I was going to be doing. The world um, <laughs> didn't seem that exciting. Um, you build up this uh, instruction manual by collecting pages yeah. or thing or whatever it's. They look like, and it adds to your instruction manual. And then you have a map, and but at the beginning, all the words are all in the game's own language. You don't understand what it is, and you build it up, and you get more uh, mm. sort of info added to it um, about what things are and what they do and everything else. But I just didn't get on with it at all. And I, I was like, everyone loves this game, and I was like, ugh. Uninstalled, <laughs> gone. Just didn't want to play it anymore. Um, I love it. And then, but the key point is that I put, I've had it. I put it back on again recently um, because Dom was talking about it being one of his games of the year. I was like, I'll give this another go, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a lot better now. <laughs> so you reinstalled it eventually. Mm, reinstalled mm. it. Well, that's a point against. I'm afraid. No, but it's best best game right so this mm. game actually even though i hate i really didn't did i just, just really hate well because i hated it it was terrible. i really couldn't understand why people were enjoying this game so much i felt like it was not one of these twee looking indie games that suddenly everyone loves despite the fact that it isn't that great 
Mm. But there's a lot of them. The second this this second time trying it, um, I've just got into it a bit more. Like yeah. I think possibly the key point is that I looked in the menu and there's a way to make the like the combat easier. I'm not, <laughs> and it's like so I'm not dying as much because yeah. I don't I don't want to have a game where I'm just constantly being killed. I'm not the best. Mm. At games anymore like i never was brilliant but i'm obviously not as good as i used to be because i'm old but mm-hmm. i feel like it was just not helping the game being frustrating to to get through because every time you um you go to these like shiny things and they it's some kind of saves your progress the world is resets all the enemies come back i found that very frustrating having to get through all these enemies multiple times um yeah it turns into fucking far cry 2 then yeah i mean no one wants wants to play far cry 2 so and then some people do some people argue that it's the best far cry game but it was frustrating right those people are awful yeah so the point is that this game i i really disliked i just uninstalled it because i I do not want to have to i don't want to have another night where i spend my very short limited free time trying to like this game because i think i should so i just uninstalled it so that wasn't an option anymore um mm. and now i've tried it again and it is very much still like oh look there's a secret door there if you just wander around here behind the, the bush oh there's a, there's a thing there that you didn't see go around there it's a bit odd still but i've made much more progress um and i'm liking it more so i can kind of see where it's going in terms of like p- why people like it um, which is the key point here in that <laughs> I do think it is probably a good game still. Yeah. Yeah. So before, mm. before it gets written off as like, this is the best games ever Tell podcast. You yeah. You yeah. And you know what you have, you have pulled it back actually. Mm. You have, you have, uh, you have, uh, that was, that was, that was a fairly good gambit. Can I just double check something before we move on to Connor? Mm. Alex, did you eventually reinstall Street Fighter Five? Oh yeah, because it's it's one of the it's 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 one of the best games of the generation. I mean, so if we I did open, fix it. if it yeah, like it was. I mean, Capcom. To be fair, for Capcom and for a Japanese company, they were pretty quick off them. They were quicker off the mark than Sony was back in the day. When yeah. and if you guys remember, Sony had exactly the same issue, but it was <laughs> like a Sony Music iTunes rival, and yeah. they, I think they got sued and had to pay out loads of money. Capcom were much quicker, probably because they the memory of what had happened to Sony was quite fresh. And yeah, I've got probably a thousand hours logged in Street Fighter Five across. Um, I can see my main Steam account. I've got three hundred and fifty-three hours, and I bet I've probably Jeez. got about seven hundred elsewhere. And yeah, yeah, of course, I reinstalled it as soon as the thing was finished. But I think the thing I love about mine is that. Uh, it was legitimately uninstall or die, basically. Um, <laughs> All right. Can um, I just, before we move on to Connor, nice. can I guess Connor's choice? Okay. Because guess, based guess. on his history, right? Yeah. We know it's a fighting game because you've already revealed that. And yeah. like, yeah. it was obvious. Well, I revealed that by inviting Connor on. It was going yeah. to be a fighting game. But okay. yeah. he's, had, yeah. he's yeah. got history, right, of choosing games badly. Yeah. yeah. We've <laughs> had the story about the Dead or Alive uh, volleyball, whatever it was, extreme two whatever it was so yeah. my guess is that he went into game like a wide-eyed innocent child he's just got he's just got a p he's got a new console or a pc wherever he's got and he's, he's seen this cover for a fighting game looks great this fighting game it's got people on it that he likes the look of installs it and it's some kind of like i don't know what you call the term i, I think a, what a smut 
laden fighting what? game and he's got it he's playing it and his mum walks in oh no what Connor what are you playing I think, <laughs> uninstall I think what I think what Connor has chosen is maybe is perhaps slightly too obscure for you to think of Tom right. but uh, is it fun of is it smart filled uh, I don't I mean some of them, there is a no, woman wearing no. a berry um, no. but look like, okay like, let's stop talking about Connor like he's not here and invite Hello. Connor to explain his choice <laughs> All right, so it's been a while. I listened to the Year in Review podcast where I came to a realisation that I've done quite bad on this podcast. <laughs> um, but I had, I've had some time off, a bit behind the curtain. I've, I'm on holiday right now, so I've had some time to sit around and think and ponder my strengths and weaknesses. I'm not giving up fine games because those are the only games I really play outside of work. Um, so I can't. I have no experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Stories, Jim likes stories. Um, I love and stories. Star Trek, but I've not played a Star Trek game ever. Um, yeah. So, my pick is Guilty Gear Strive. Now, it is a fighting game. Yeah. It came out relatively recently, and it really, really started picking up steam during the COVID pandemic when everyone was locked inside, not doing anything. I was working a job I didn't really like doing, so I was kind of miserable and whatever but i was playing this game on the side bit of a sob story here don't fall for this jim fall for it i like i like a sob story you carry on but the thing that kind of is really great about fighting games other games don't have is that it's not sitting in your house and playing them it's going to a pub or a bar or some other place with alcohol in it and playing it with other people at like a fun tournament and you know having some drinks and socializing with friends and that sort of thing and that kind of died during covid um if you look Obviously, there's very famous examples like Japan, lots of the arcades closed because of COVID because people weren't going in, right? But it's the same with like local events too. Like lots of smaller local events had to shut down and stop because you can't go to some dingy bar and play Street Fighter, right? Yeah. So all throughout COVID, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm trying to get quite good at Guilty Gear Strive because I'm like, this is as soon as, as, soon as the COVID lockdowns lift, I'm going to travel abroad. I'm going to play in a tournament. It's going to be really good. And the perfect tournament comes up. It's Celtic Throwdown in Ireland, in Dublin. Mm. I'm like, great. So Lovely. I start setting aside money and I'm fast forward past COVID because people are already bored. Um, I take a flight over to Dublin. I spend a lot of money, hotels out. I'm there, I'm seeing people for the first time in ages. I'm like, you know, introducing myself to people, meeting people I met online, it's great. And I'm in the tournament and I'm doing well. And, you know, I've won a game, lost a game, but I'm feeling good about myself. And I see the calling out names and the person I see is a 12 year old who runs over from the Smash Brothers corner he puts his GameCube controller away. He's talking to his friends. He hears his name. I can't remember what his like tag was, but it was something childish and stupid. And he runs over, and I think that's fine. He's twelve. I've what's your be- tag? Uh, I use my name because I'm boring. Right. I say Connor, which is duff, which mm-hmm. is daft. But I should change it now. I've got like I'll ask Jim for like a good recommendation. Darth Connor. Darth okay. Connor might be a good one, right? But like, <laughs> I see this child run over with his GameCube controller, he puts it away, he pulls out a regular PS4 controller. Yeah. I'm like, this is fine. I've beaten plenty of 12 year olds in video <laughs> games. Um, right. So like I sit down and I'd been practicing this game for ages. I thought I was pretty good at it. And this kid absolutely bodies me free, not even close. I thought I was quite good at this game. I practiced quite a lot. I was, I spent like hundreds of pounds just to lose to a 
to a kid, to a child. And the worst thing was like, after I lost, I go to the bar, I talk to some people, I get sad. There's a sort of like salty aftermath you get once you lose in a tournament, you spend a lot of money to go to. And it was a Saturday. And the thing is, I'm pretty sure he qualified out of the bracket, but he just he DQ'd himself because he was a smash player because his mum had to pick him up and take him home after the Saturday. And so he didn't, he didn't come for the next day. So he booted me out of the tournament and then he didn't even go on to keep playing. He just went home because he liked Smash more. It wasn't even his main game. So I lost the tournament. I got quite drunk. I went home. And the moment I got home, like two days later, I boot up my PlayStation 5. I immediately uninstalled Guilty Gear Drive. Oh, man. I've not reinstalled it since. I refu- There's been some really great DLC characters I'd like to play. It's just too It's painful. still a brilliant game. It, yeah. It's hard to, like, for a lot of people who kind of felt they couldn't play their favorite games during COVID because the online was naff, like Tekken or Street Fighter or whatever. Um, it was kind of a way to still communicate with friends over Discord and stuff, you know, online. So Strive was quite big for people who like these games. Um, but I, I can't play it because every time I boot it up, I just think, God, I am really shite. Sounds like the kind of petulance a 12-year-old would do. It's funny that, yeah, <laughs> it kind of is. It kind of loops back around to me being a massively sore loser i wonder but what he's doing right now i wonder if he he probably he's, doesn't even remember it. He's, he's probably probably a banker now he's probably a banker for him it was a tuesday right for him uh, it was a tuesday for me it was like four five hundred quid down yeah <laughs> in a foreign country unbelievable but like yeah i still haven't installed it i've really wanted to install it every now and again i've looked at it but i've been like nah because i've had my confidence in that game totally snapped from me from a child do you ever have dreams about this moment, the, the, the actual the, the match? Does you I have ever, had, do you wake up sweating? This is an incredibly embarrassing thing to admit, but I've had a nightmare that instead of us being in like some random setup on the like hotel lobby floor, that it was on main stage on stream and I lost. I've not had a nightmare of the actual match, but I've had a nightmare that that exact kid beat me on a big stage in front of hundreds of people. And that has made me feel quite sad. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a sad story. I used to be one of these children. Different game. I used to play snooker. Oh yeah, around, the, around uh, in a pub. Around. I was playing the like snooker. Got a lot of. I used cover. to play snooker do, in, yeah. in the, in the Mid Sussex League, and we were like a great team of kids going around touring around bars and cl- and clubs. Yeah. Just trashing all these adults and they hated it. Just uh, like a, a, a Dickensian troop of kids going around scamming. Because they're like, they've got, they, like, they know we're kids, so they can't be like all yeah. that bad about it. But some of them are really pissed off. I had to confess. Beaten by kids. I also have a, that, that, that was me and 10 pin bowling um, <laughs> from the ages of about 10 to 13. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's rough either way because either the kid has no reaction because you're not even worth that which is what happened to me he was just like shakes your hand and walks off back to the smash corner to play smash with smash friends yeah or they really pop off and they go like yeah and they've got their fucking school friends next to him high-fiving and stuff and you can't be mad at that because for them they're just having a nice night out or day out they don't have nice his out hands, kids. His hands was his hand all sticky covered in like rock star energy drink well yeah he's a smash player like, <laughs> yeah and which is the which is the greatest sin of all um all right like time to play that jingle it means i have to pick something 
carefully about this gym like right, right let, don't stop look, don't interrupt me right donaldson's right. game right basically could have ruined his life loads of people's lives how Donald, can that be the best i just want to i just want to say i just want to say that yeah that, uh, because it was asked about whether you reinstalled or not was not part of this topic i'm not saying it was but i just want to be clear true. to that's true no i was just i was just i was just uh i was just weighing up everything and i, I had no idea what what Connor was going to come out with, and obviously knew what Connor had picked. Um, and uh, because they're both fighting games, I was like, "Well, is this is this going to be another like they issued an update that 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 fucked the frame timings or something?" And, um, you know, but so can right. I no longer do my super cancel? Uh... <laughs> right. So <laughs> let, let's just rank them, okay? All great picks, Tom. Uh, basically, you uninstalled Tunic because you didn't like it. Uh, Alex, you uninstalled Street Fighter Five because it, it it could have resulted in in like ID theft <laughs> and 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 worse. Connor, um, uh, Guilty Gear Strive uh, is actually like a painful subject for you, uh, yeah. And uh, and it's nothing to do with the quality of the game or or anything that its publisher has necessarily done. It's just that it has this deeply uh, personal. Uh, association with uh, failure. I, I, I think the. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to try and be a bit more diplomatic, but like, uh, but not not failure necessarily, but like just the the sheer emotional roller coaster that was that time that we all lived through. And it's come up on this podcast a few times because, like, you know, we got we got uh, Donaldson's kind of mad kind of stag do story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and um, uh, you know, like it's a it's a bit of a. There, there was a before and, that and an after for all of us, I think, when it comes to the pandemic. And you were coming out of that time uh, feeling good about getting out and meeting people. And, and, and this was your... I don't like where this is going. This, you were this actually, long story. You were <laughs> actually doing the thing that a lot of us said we would do during the pandemic. Like me and, me and Alice talked incessantly about like, as soon as the restrictions lift, we're going to Japan. I haven't done it, yeah. but like we, we basically said that for an entire year, never did it. You actually did th- this and I, Fucking twelve-year-old ruined it for you. Yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, and I've got to give it to Connor basically because it's the yes, it's uh, it's uh, it's a it's a it's because a it's a sob story. About it's, the no, it's not a sob story. It's just a it's just a brilliant story. I, about... I when I t- when when I kept dying in tunic, I was crying. No, it's not about that. It's not about that. Beat the animal. It's not about that. And you, you are being very, very reductive right now, Tom. It's not about it being a sob story. He's manufactured this story just to make. It's not about it being a sob story. It's about the personal connection, and it's a profound connection to the game that isn't necessarily about the game's quality, and that's what I like about it. You just didn't fucking like it, like Tunic, because it was hard, Tom. And yeah. when he liked it again. His, he didn't like the game because he lost, because he wasn't good enough. I love Therefore, the game. I just his, can't play it. Because I feel shame. His match shame. was too hard for yeah, him. It's he, exactly the same story as he, mine. He loves the game and can ever play it again because of this tragic association that he has. And it's personal to him. And that's why it's the best story told today. What is this kid's so name? What, I don't know. I need to find him and find if this story is real. <laughs> the brackets are probably online, to be fair. They probably are online. You're going to head to uh, head to Dublin with a little I'm report. I'm going to go and do an, an investigative report. <laughs> investigative report. Track him down. <laughs> right, okay, look, look. 
I'm I'm quite happy with that, even if uh, Tom and Alex aren't. But like, look, uh, the best game that made one of us uninstall is Guilty Gear Strive, uh, and that's going into the into the league table. We all happy? Yes. No, I'm deeply unhappy. Very happy. Are we even still recording? I mean, I just just stopped having an argument because I thought we were done. But no. Because it was such a surefire win that you just gave up. Like I said, you will find out in this year podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us get the word out. Uh, We're not just a podcast, of course. If you'd like to hear more from the team, then check out VG247.com for our fantastic news coverage, features, reviews, and game guides. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye.